30 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are super excited about Strixhaven now being available to draft, or maybe you're just waiting for that sweet Commander 2021 product to come out. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we're going to talk about Strixhaven and our first impressions. That's right. We have both been drafting up a storm. I mean, some of our storms stormier than others. And some of our storms, literal storms, because you can literally draft storm yes, cards in this set. you can literally draft storm <laughs> cards. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about limited. If you've been out there playing draft and you're like, I'm not winning, I don't know what to do, don't worry, we got you. Yes, we are going to talk all about our favorite stuff that is just going on because there is a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff, but it can be confusing because yes. I think you kind of have to draft this set a little bit differently than you've drafted other sets in the past. Yes, I would agree. It is... Uh, it is just a wonderful and wild draft format out there. It's really fun, everybody. Ugh. Super fun. And we're also going to take looks at our actual draft decks that we have yes. drafted IRL. And we're going to do Draft Doctor and be like, why did this one work? Why did this not one not work? We'll break it down for you. Yes. So, you know what? Buckle up. Buckle up, Buttercup. This episode is going to put some learnings inside your brain meat. And you can trademark that. <laughs> Gross. Gross. <laughs> brain meat. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. But before we talk about brain meat and everything that's going to go into it, a uh, big thank you to everybody sports show over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you so, so much. Everyone who supports us keeps the show coming out of your cat's mouth or your dog's butt, wherever it comes. We're just happy you're listening to it. Um, but in order to be able to do this every single week, we need the support of people like you who say, yes, this thing is a thing of value to yes. me. Thank you so much. And especially big thanks to Michael, brand new patron, and to Norby, who upped their patronage. Yay! Thank you, Norby and Michael. Thank you both so, so much. In fact, Norby upped their patronage <laughs> as part of the stream because yeah. I... <laughs> Uh, I had a Liliana in a draft. In like I, pack two, right? Yes, in pack two, and I was not black at all. <laughs> and so we picked it. Great. And then they were like, if you if you cast this in game one, like I will up my patronage. Oh, I love it. And then I did. It was Yay! in my opening hand, and we did it. We did it. It was awesome. great. Awesome. Anyways, <laughs> very fun draft experience. What we're Thank trying you. to say is we're here for you yes. every single week, so hopefully you can be there for us. Just takes a minute. You get sweet benefits. You get access to our great Discord, etc., etc. But I think the real reason is being like, I like this thing. This thing matters to me. If this thing were to go away, I would be a very sad panda. So I'm going to give it like a buck a month so it doesn't yes so thank you all so much thank you as well to our sponsor card kingdom cardkingdom.com slash glhf the perfect place to go if you're trying to get your hands on some sweet sweet mystical archive singles oh get them yes. as fast as is humanly possible by ordering them from card kingdom yeah their shipping is so fast their customer service is great strixhaven available to pre-order right now if you want that box the minute it hot drops on the 23rd yeah. they will ship it off the very second it's available to be sent to you so you can be playing with your friends cracking those packs playing on spell table playing inside your house whatever you want to do mm -hmm. even cracking packs building your decks on arena if you've got the rares you know playing yeah. with people that way we've done that before but a card kingdom makes it all possible we heart them big time. Yes, we do. And if you go to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, use that link to buy whatever you're going to buy. They know that you support us too, which is pretty sweet. Let's talk about Strixhaven Limited. Oh, 
This set, I'm having such a good time. This set is incredible. Oh my goodness. I, I love everything. I love drafting every college. It's so fun. I think that there's really fun and powerful yes. things to be done in every single college. You can win with any one of the colleges, yep. which is incredible because I feel like in the past, it's not true. it has not always been true. If there's like five color pairs, there's going to be a stinker. Yeah. There's no stinker. Well, we're saying that now. Hopefully. Okay, that's true. Hopefully ho- it doesn't like we turn don't, out. There's not a secret stinker. A secret <laughs> Secrets. Hopefully there's not a secret stinker lurking yes. in here. But so far, it doesn't appear that there is. No. At least not so in my oh. research. Okay. So I I want to talk about... Big picture? Oh, I just wanted to talk about one thing that I've really appreciated. Go ahead. Which we're going to talk about like... So Lorehold, which is red-white, mm-hmm. is kind of like the graveyard synergy one. Yeah. And stuff leaves the graveyard. And we were talking about how... When they were designing this, they were like, we want a set that cares about, or like a college that cares about things leaving the graveyard. Yes. And in the past, that has been very difficult to make a good mechanic, right? I'm thinking Dredge. of like scavenge. Ugh. Like scavenge was just scavenge like a was real, real bad, real bad mechanic. It was just Golgari in that set was so bad. Not You did not want to be there. No. And to have this, this weird thing where instants and sorceries and cards are just leaving your graveyard and they give you these awesome abilities like Lorehold legit works. Yes, it legit it's so works. Cool. It's very cool. Ugh. I will I'll go on record here and say that Lorehold is my absolute we we thought it was going to we were like this is the best version of whatever they all the yes. colleges we like this is the most innovative and I think in draft it also plays out that this is the coolest thing that I've seen in draft so in cool. a long time. Oh, it's so cool. It is awesome. It's so different from everything Ugh. Red White is known for. It plays out in such an interesting and complicated way. Yes. I I love it. I love all the colleges though. I do as well. Um, I love I love Prismari. Oh Prismari. Obviously I love drawing cards. Yep. Um I just I just like drawing cards. Prismari is my number one drafted color pair for sure. Which spicy. I am Prismari, so it makes sense. But also it doesn't kind of make sense because it's like the value draw cards do big stuff, you know. It's not aggro. It's not aggressive. No. It can be. Like you can have cards to make it more aggressive, but basically it's like draw cards get value. Yes. Oh man. I I think that my most drafted color is for sure or college is for sure Quandrix. Yep. Which okay, you know this. I haven't mentioned this on the show yet. What? I texted you about this. When I took the official quiz oh, about yeah. which college are you, <laughs> I was aghast. Yeah, she was aghast. I was aghast. Confirmed. When the result returned was Quandrix. Quandrix. I what? was boggled mortified i could not believe the results and now and now do you think it was but, secretly right but like you're look you're prismari and you've drafted prismari the yes. most yes. and my test result return quandrix and i like not even with that in mind i've just like naturally ended up drafting quandrix oh the my most. god it knows am i a secret quandrix it knows <laughs> The test knows. I think I might. I like. I guess I think I might be. You know, I have drafted zero Quandrix. Yeah. So I told Megan this before we started rolling, but I've drafted fifteen times. 
That's a lot of times to have not drafted one of the colleges. Yeah, and I've never drafted Quandrix, which is not to say I wouldn't because I yeah. I definitely want to try it. But I don't know if it's like some weird internal bias that I'm just picking Prismari cards. Very very could obviously be happening, but it's just never happened. It's a, such a cool deck. I think. Ooh, I love it. I've like I said, I've drafted it a lot. I have drafted now each of the colleges. Yes. Um, although I think technically my Witherbloom Silver Quill was like w- one. I was like Wither Quill. Wither Quill. That's yes. fine. And I mean, great point because drafting three colors in this format, totally doable. It would for sure be Silver Bloom. That's a way better portmanteau. <laughs> I liked Wither Quill. Wither Quill, Silver Bloom, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's Lorehold Press Prismari? Lormari. Lormari. Prisholt. <laughs> Prisholt. No. no, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I love Lormari. Um, that's probably ultimate the ultimate for me, Lormari. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- because of the dual lands, which are great. If you are in a college, okay, we're already getting into like uh, our deep thoughts. We need to. Okay, let's pull okay. it back. Pull it if back. If you're if you're not, <laughs> nope, you already started this. Okay, okay, look, keep, keep going. Don't if pull back. If you don't have a campus, you did something wrong. Yeah, campuses are so one. good. These allow you to scry Need. late in the game, yes. which is so, so important because card advantage is so, so important. Yes. If you like if you're in the late game and you're basically um, in a stall or at parody and like one of you has a campus and yeah. one of you doesn't. GG. GG, man. GG, it's not you. Yeah, the campuses are so powerful, yeah. not only allowing you to fix your mana because playing three colors is totally fine and, in fact, advisable, I think, it's in a lot of cases, but also allowing you to scry is just, you just need it. And why? Let, okay, this will yeah. go to our big thoughts. Why? Because this format, after all of my exhaustive research, <laughs> I found <clears throat> to be all about power. Yeah. Power, power, power. What is the Wait, most... What? Go ahead. I disagree. Oh, my God. I think it's about value. Well, okay. Power plus value. Yeah. Palu, if you will. <laughs> Val- Vower. Valor. <laughs> power and value. We'll put it that way. Valor. Valor. Palu. <laughs> Palu. Okay. Palu. Palu. Yes. So why do we say this? Because the Mystical Archive exists. Yes. Right? So these cards... They can be irrelevant sometimes, but a lot of the time they're just completely and utterly busted. Yeah. Like, for example. I got to cast a Mind's Desire for two. There you go. There is one example. Do you know what? I put two spells into play. Great. I cast a Mizzix Mastery, overloaded for eight mana, and got eight spells back and played them for free. Nice. Okay. Um, so these are things that can happen. Yeah. Literal counterspell is in this set. Yeah. Approach of the second sun is in yes. this set. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So you've got to consider these things. But I will say for the most part, and this is why I land more towards value. Yeah. Is that the creatures are all about the same size. Yeah. The creatures I don't think are, are very, very relevant. And that like, oh, I love it. Yeah, creatures aren't as relevant. Megan's like, I'm like a hog in mud. Oh, it is the best thing because it comes down to who can, like, it's not about who has the biggest thing on the board. It's about who has created, who has generated more value. Yeah. Whose cards have done two things instead of one. Exactly. Um, Who's, like whose cards can come back from the graveyard in some way, shape, or form, generating value. Right. Because if two things trade, which in this case, oh, there's just a ton of one-for-one one trading. Yes. Like, there's not... Like, because everything is similar power level when it's on the board, 
it's just so easy to trade off with yeah. things. And so what you want is to be the person who has who is getting that incremental advantage over time. Whether yeah. you're drawing cards, whether you're scrying a bunch to make sure that you're hitting Recurring, more spells. Recursion. Yeah, whether you're getting stuff back from the graveyard. Oh, it's just so good. Yeah, and I think this hits upon a really important point. I've drafted plenty of decks now Mm -hmm. where I don't care how many creatures I have, Mm -hmm. and I also don't care how good they are. Will I play good creatures? Obviously, because that's only going to make my deck better. But in the end, I've gotten um, trophied with decks where the creatures were all poo-poo platters. Didn't matter. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, all I needed was to ensure that I was going to be able to win the game in some way. Yes, is it with my 3-3? Three, three? Okay. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it is. Is it with my 1-2 flyer? Yeah. Ended up being that, you know? Oh. So, like, the the spell quality is more important than the creature quality. We can say that. Oh. I... And there are a lot of super powerful spells to I play in this format. I love... Like, and if you love this... Do you know what? We were talking about this earlier, too. Yeah. But I just... I think that for such a long time, magic has been, like... Recently, magic has been focused on creatures, mm-hmm. right? You have these sets with things that are like four fours for four, yeah, five five for four, yeah, stuff like that. Just like big, powerful creatures, ETB effects, leave and the battlefield effects. They exist in this set too, and they do, but there's a much lower volume of them. And the game, in my mind, in my opinion, the game is so much more fun right now, yeah. Because, and I love, I like you said, I love not caring about my creature count. Yeah, it's I nice. I love just having these spells to play with. It feels just like a playground, and you're not worried about a bully on the playground because there aren't that many bullies <laughs> in the set. <laughs> the creatures are the bullies. Big, big dumb, Siege Rhino is just a big bully, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's And you fair. know what? There's no bullies on the playground in the set. Everyone's just having a blast yeah. building sandcastles. It's true. I mean... Here's the, here's what, what we alluded to at the beginning. You have to draft a little bit differently than you have in the yes. past. So we're going to talk about this in the draft doctor segment. But I was drafting traditionally when I started playing Strixhaven and I was not winning. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, what's going on? My deck looks good. I've got quality creatures. I've got some removal, whatever. No. It, not not it? It's not good enough. <laughs> because if you're drafting like, oh, check out this tutu with a slight upside, you normally be like, great, put that in the deck. Tutu with upside. This 2-4 for three mana. Okay, well, we'll put it in. It'll block. So no, these creatures don't matter because your opponent is going to be casting Mivik's Mastery Overloaded. Yes. <laughs> like, that's not how you're going to win the game. Ugh. So don't prioritize the normal role player creatures you normally would yeah you'll get them late you'll put them in maybe one of them will win the game for you but your spells are what matters pick up lessons and learn all day yeah lessons and learn are so good i i love it question yes is learn better than draw a card (gasps) yes yeah, I think so, too. I think so. Absolutely mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, somebody put up a poll of this on Twitter, and I checked it out, and the answer was yes, 53% of people thought learn yeah. was better than draw a card, because you could draw land, you could draw something irrelevant. Learn, you never draw you something just irrelevant. Go, I just love also having, like, you just have, like, a little learn sideboard, essentially. Yeah. So you learn, and you're like, okay, so many times I just get um, the prophecy one. Yeah. Uh, intro, to prophecy, intro to prophecy. Where you're like, okay, I'm just going to, like... Scry to draw card. Scry to draw a card. It's going to be so good. But every once in a while, you can be like, you can have the one that gets you a land. Yep. Like if you're in a deck that needs some fixing, or if you're short on lands and you yep. just need that, like gain two life, get a land. You can get like if you really need it, intro to annihilation. Yep. 
oh, there's just so many. Like, it gives you this whole little suite of things that you can be like, what do I most need right now? Exactly. A small little toolbox Ugh. to draw out whatever you need at the moment. Plus one, plus one counter, scrying, getting lands, killing something. Now, I will caveat, intro to Annihilation, sometimes I would I, I would yeah. call this card a necessary evil. Yes, absolutely. Usually, I will pick one up at some point during a draft to put in my Late. sideboard. But I do not... I, I do don't not want to cast to it. Get it. It is. It's like literally like a bu- like an emergency. Like yes, button. it is. <laughs> hit, <laughs> it, like, hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're just like oh no, you have to. You sometimes you got. Sometimes you, you gotta just hit have the to do it. Button. Yeah, because it lets them draw a card if you're not familiar. So like Ugh. that's real bad. You don't want to give your opponents cards. It does at least exile it. It does exile it. That is so important. That is something that is like a, an upside. Yeah. So, but overall, I would say. Learn is so cool. I saw people tweeting like, is this the best limited mechanic of all time? Okay. It's so tough because Morph does exist. Yeah, Morph's really good. And I do love Morph. But like, oh gosh, can like between Morph, um, Fortell, and Learn? What if Learn was like just around all the time? But then again, you'd have to have the same lessons. Yeah, you'd have to have lessons all the time. And the lessons, like how much different can you make them? Because you can't make them too good. No. They have to be right in the middle, which these all are. I think they nailed it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And also, by the way, we are talking about the colorless lessons here. Oh, my gosh. There's the there's lessons with color. Yes. Which are also great. Like inkling summonings. Hello. Yep. Um, there's all the ones that get you like the little creatures. Yeah, fractals. Mm-hmm. The um, one that gets you elemental. Elemental That's the one spirit. I'm of. Yeah, those are all A plus plus plus. Right. You don't even have to put them in your deck. By the way, if you're putting lessons in your deck, don't put lessons in your deck. Okay, they no, go in your sideboard. Put them in your sideboard. <laughs> Make sure you've learned. Um, but yeah, I we could gush about that all day because I think it's the one of the biggest home runs I've seen from Magic in a it's long time. It's so good. Ooh, I will also say this real quick. Yeah. Um. Seven or eight mana is not impossible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's Very totally doable. doable. Set. Why? It's just a slower, grindier format. Mm-hmm. More powerful things you want to do, so it takes longer. So the Prismari spells that are seven or eight, uh, don't worry you about it. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. All right, let's talk about some of our top commons and uncommons in colors. Yes. All right, first up, we've got white. Yep. And I have to say... Um, Really, there's only one white card that I'm, like, enamored with. <laughs> okay, what is it? Which is Professor of Symbology, oh, which you have on here. So good. One and a white for a 2-1. When it ETBs, you learn. You learn. Great. Card's excellent. So good. Like, yep. it's just a two-for-one. It's going to trade with something. It's a 2-1. Yeah. And you get a lesson. Um, I do also really like Pillar Drop Rescuer. Yeah, Pillar Drop Rescuer is a 2-2 flyer for five that gets back something with uh, mana value three or less from your graveyard to your hand. Mm-hmm. Mostly Value. I like it because you're going to be in lore hold. Like hopefully you're going to get some triggers off of it leaving the battlefield. Yeah. Or leaving the graveyard, I mean. I think we're going to f- see a common theme with all of the cards that we've picked out here. And that is all of these are giving you value. Value. Right? So lore hold, uh, excuse me, pillar drop rescuer, value, professor of symbology, value. The other cards I listed here are combat professor, which is a 2-3 flyer that gives something plus 1 plus 0 in vigilance. Yeah. Um, which is value because it's allowing something to get through that maybe wouldn't have been able to otherwise. I've got, sun. what is it called? Sunholm, Sunrise Spirit, yeah. the one to uh, Birdie, which pay four will give something flying value once again. Um, the one card I always want to have in Lore Hold is Pilgrim of the Ages, which is the two one that fetches you a planes. 
Um, yeah, but I will say that one is pretty solid. For six mana, you can bring it back to your hand from the graveyard, which mm-hmm. it allows you to survive through many instances when your opponent, like we said, it comes down to one stinky creature at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And you're like, block all day, don't care until I can finally is. win somehow. Here it is. I love Pilgrim of the Ages. <laughs> um, over in blue, we have, okay, one of my very favorites is Pop Quiz. So good. So good. Uh, this is two and a blue for an instant. Draw a card. Learn. learn. Just, it's draw two cards. Draw two cards, basically. Draw two cards, and usually the other card that you're going to draw is just going to be, again, like we were saying, like, just all value. All value. All day. All day. I love Serpentine Curve. Yes. Which is three and a blue. Create a zero, zero fractal and put X plus one plus one counters on it where X is equal to the number of instants and sorceries in your graveyard. Now, yeah. if you're one playing... One plus. One plus, excuse me. If you're playing... Yeah, if you're playing Prismari, if you're playing uh, Quandrix, like... <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like huge. There's some big ones. <laughs> and also, it's a sorcery itself. So it's going to trigger everything that you've got on the battlefield that wants you to be casting instants or sorceries. It's going to mm. go in the graveyard to give you more instants or sorceries. It's just literal everything that you want. And if you're playing the Cody deck, this is the way to get creatures onto the Ooh. table. Um, Frost Trickster is another one. This is great. It's Frost Links, but it has flying. It has flying. Like, what more do you want from a thing? We knew this was going to be good coming yes. in. Still Frost good. Links plus flying all day. I'm going to mention cards that bounce. Burian Books is yeah. um, a great common uh, that costs three mana only if something's attacking you and you can put it back into the library second from the top, mm-hmm. which is annoying, but I want to say it especially because there's a lot of stuff that's a token running around. Yes, lots of fractals and then lots of things that gets counters. Yep. That get counters. Yep. So I agree. Usually Burian Books is something that I would be like super medium on. Yeah. Like it's just, if, unless you're really using that tempo advantage, it's like only going to be fine. Um, but it's it kills so much it's quite good it's quite good just straight up removal mm-hmm. which you can also talk about divide by zero being the same thing yeah absolutely um i have to talk about mentor's guidance oh, i, I love have this card drafted this card a bunch because it is so good two and a blue for a sorcery when you cast this spell copy it if you control a planeswalker cleric druid shaman warlock or wizard scry one then draw a card i love it you always have one of those things yes you always do and you know what my answer is that i always have the quandrix um pledge mage oh that sure gets plus one plus one counters <laughs> you just made a four four like it copied it it copied the spell and it got counters for both of them like, this card is so good in both Prismari and Quandrix because they want you to be casting instants and sorceries anyway. Yes. So you get two Magecraft triggers <laughs> and you get to scry one and draw a card twice for three mana. This card's everything you it's want. very, very good. I put Symmetry Sage on this list, which is a little O2 that becomes a 2-2 when you cast an instant or sorcery, which is a card that they don't want to kill, that they want to ignore. But has evasion and will be triggered every single turn if you've built your deck correctly. So it's yep. a two two with flying for one mana. Pretty, pretty. Need good. I say more? Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, talking about like we we're saying about eight lands, mm-hmm. um, Vortex Runner. Yeah. is just very good for closing out a game. This is two and a blue for a two three. If you control eight or more lands, it gets plus one plus zero oh, and can't be blocked. Yep. Great finisher for Quandrix. Yes. So good. A lot of times they've like, again, you've traded a bunch and you're just like, play this two, three, slam my vortex runner and you can't block it. Yep. Exactly. Really good. Very, very good stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, let's talk about black for a little while. Uh, black, I think, you know, like it always is, is a color of removal. Yep. And um, the sets, uh, excuse me, this, the decks I've seen use black to the best effect have been ones that are just like literally mono kill spells. Removal, removal, removal. All removal. Yeah. And then they play some random creature. Doesn't yeah. matter what it is because you have no creatures less because it killed everything they that you've ever... They killed all of them. So... Everything that you ever cared about. Let me just talk about the card Flunk for a second. Oh man, Flunk is so good! You can't... You There's literally no number of these you can have that's too many. It's... This card's absurd. Excellent. Two mana. Kill basically anything. This is one in a black for an instant. Target creature gets minus X Doom minus blade. X until end of turn. Yeah. Where X is seven minus the number of cards in that creature's controller's hand. This card is Doomblade. So you can't use it early, but you don't want to use it early. You should just be trading creatures early. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it is just so excellent. Oh, it's absurd. Hunt for specimens I put on this list. You make a pest and you learn. Duh. Yeah. It's also going to give you a Magecraft trigger. Um, an unwilling ingredient I wanted to add, which is the little 1-1 one, one for 1. Yeah. Um, where with Menace. With Menace. Gets in for a couple of hits. Then you sacrifice it because maybe you needed to because you played, ooh, what's that green-black card that makes you sack a creature? Anyway, there's lots of things yeah. that make you want to sacrifice stuff in green-black. This you don't care because then you can exile it from your graveyard and draw a card afterwards. Great. A+. plus. Great stuff. Um, I also have Tenured Inkcaster on here. Oh, this, this is, is good. Four yeah. and a black for a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. Whenever a creature you control with a plus one, plus one counter on it attacks, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. I will say, one, I've been aggroed by Silverquill a couple of times. People online have been like, there's no aggro deck. Or, you know, like, sometimes all the games are grindy. I have been aggroed a couple of times by Silverquill. With counters? and Yes, with counters. And this is a card that can close out games. Like that little bit of reach of giving it the trigger when it attacks is like, it's just very good. Yeah. I think counters is where you really need to focus on if you're being aggressive in silver quill. Mm -hmm. Um, and gosh, yeah. Counters and, and kill spells. Like it's hard to be aggro, but if you get like silver quill is one, it's so great. Blue, like black, white is the color combo you want to be for it. Yep. You can just make a bunch of stuff with counters. You can have like that four mana squad. Yeah. The squad's pretty good. Yes. Death touch. It's a two, two. Um, it gets its power from the counters cause it's technically an OO and then it gives its counters to something else when it dies. Yeah. The card is really good. I like the squad. Um, anyways. And so stuff like this just gives silver quill that reach that it needs at the end. Red. Oh, I want to kick this off with explosive welcome, which is eight mana. Yeah. At, the, at my first draft, I remember opening this and being like, what is the deal with this? I can't I usually take never that. even look at an eight mana spell. I'm like, eight mana, get real. And then somebody killed me with it, and I was like, oh, you can just cast yeah. it? Yes. Deals five damage to any target and three damage to any other target. Let me talk to you about a little combo Ooh. that I like to call copying this spell and killing them. <laughs> <laughs> Go face. Yes, I've done it. Wow. Uh, nice. Ten to the face. Thanks, yeah. explosive welcome. Thumbs up. Um, heated debate. Oh, so good. So good. This is three and a red for an instant. Can't be countered. That includes by ward. It deals four damage to target creature or planeswalker. Put them all in your deck. Great. Yep. Yeah. Can't Just have enough. It. Just do it. And so good. Pigment Storm I put on this list too just because removal, removal, yeah. removal. Ooh, and this one, I've had it be relevant. It deals excess damage yeah. to the creature's controller. So it's five to a creature, but if it's excess, it goes to the face. It's relevant. It's relevant and it's great. I've killed people with this. Yep. Because I aimed it at their pest. 
Yep. Yep. So it can burn their face if you need to for four. Tome Shredder is a cute little wolf pup. Oh, it's so cute. And Heem grow pretty big. Yep. This is a 2-2 two, two for two and a red with haste. You can tap it, exile an instant or sorcery, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. And it, yeah, it's great. It triggers any of your leave the battlefield lore hold stuff. Yep. And it just makes it him get big. Him get real big. Yep. Pillar Drop Warden. <sighs> I love Pillar Drop Again, Warden. we're just talking about value town creatures. It's a 1-5. With reach. Reach, very important. This isn't really happening anymore, but I had so many early oopses from opponents yeah. who attacked yeah. into this. <laughs> Oops. So good. And also sacrifice it for two mana, get a spell back. Great. Burn their face or whatever. Um, illustrious Historian. Yes. This is the two one for one in a red. Uh, you can pay five and exile it from your graveyard to create a three two spirit. Yes. You never want to trade with it. No one ever wants to trade with it. No. No one ever wants to trade with it because Once it just again, comes back value. as a different creature. Yep. It just comes back as a better creature yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. And like, they're just so mad about it. I hope when I come back as a ghost, I'm a better <laughs> creature. creature. You know? Don't we all? <laughs> that's all we're really trying for. Green. Okay, here's a mythic in green that's actually an uncommon. It's called Bookworm. It's absurd. It's a 7-7. Seven, seven oh, my For 8 goodness. mana, once again, who cares? But you, it has trample. When it enters the battlefield, you gain 3 life and draw a card. And this is the most <laughs> absurd text yeah. on it. 2 and a green. Put it from your graveyard into your library, third from the top. It's a bomb. I know we said creatures aren't bombs. This is like the one <laughs> that's not myth career that is. This is absurd. Yeah. I mean, it does. There's plenty of exile effects, which is nice. I have exiled this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to exile it. Yes. Because it's coming back. Baby. Or you deck them. I also decked someone who kept <laughs> playing it. Okay. They kept putting that it in their deck and they kept having to draw a card off of it. <laughs> Not a May ability, I guess. No. Anyways, <laughs> uh, which again, I like, like it is a really bomb creature, but again, it is still beatable. Yeah, that's which is true. Nice. We're going to talk about cards to beat it later on too yeah. in the multicolor section. Field trip, putting this in here for Quandrix. Ooh. Get a forest, learn. Great. Great. And it puts it onto the battlefield. So a little yeah. bit of ramp and learn. Ramp and learn. Nice. Um, Mage duel. Love this card. Yeah. Two and a green. Um, it costs two less to cast if you cast another instant or sorcery spell this turn. Very relevant. Yes. Cost this for a, I've cast this for a single, single green, green many times. All the time. Um, target creature you control gets plus one, plus two until end of turn. It fights another target creature. Yeah. And we've Great. talked about how the creatures match up in size a lot. So the plus one, plus two. It does it. It's enough. I, was it 80% of the time your creature's yep. not going to die? 90? It's I don't know what it is. It's the boost it needs. It's the boost it needs. Devouring t- Tendrils is just a bite effect. Another same kind of uh, greens removal suite. Yep. Both of these cards are very strong. I played somebody yesterday who had four copies of Mage Duel, and I was like, get out. Can't win. Get out. Yeah. Um, Professor of Zoomancy. This is just a l- nice little value bear. Value bear. Uh, three and a green for a four three, but it makes a pest. Yeah. Like you're getting, that's just like five power value for yes, four mana. For four mana. And finally, Leyline Invocation. This is five oh. and a green for a sorcery. Create a fractal uh, with X counters where X is the number of lands you control. It's always a six, six. And later in the game, it's like an eight, eight. Yeah. It's good. It's Very great. good. I played against someone who cast three of these in a row. 
Yeah, I mean, I was like winning, and I'm like, things are great. And then they go turn six leyline invocation, turn seven leyline invocation, turn and eight leyline invocation. You're gonna get the magecraft triggers from this sorcery too in whatever deck oh. you're playing, and in Quandrix, you're able to grow fractals as well. It was great. I couldn't even be mad you about can't it. Be it was mad. just a bunch it's of absurd. Big, big dummies. You can't be mad. Multicolor. All Just, of them. All of them. They're all good. They're all so good. Let's talk about our number one favorite multicolor card. Um, Quintorius. I love Quintorius. Quintorius is so good. I can't believe this card isn't uncommon. Quintorius, we love you. You're the best elephant. Uh, three red, white for a two, four spirits. You control get plus one plus. So whenever uh, one or more cards leave your graveyard, create a three, two red and white spirit creature token. You can just trigger this every turn. Yeah, I love Quintorius. If you're doing lore hold right, you play this and then you just, it's spirits for days. Spirits for days. The first time, I didn't draft this first. I had someone play it against me first. Yeah. And I was like, this is the most busted thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is like so broken. They had lore hold excavation. Oh my God, yes. And Quintorius. And I was just like, there's literally nothing I can do. There's nothing you can do about a value train that like, valuable. Th- that's valuable. That value train's made out of diamonds. Yes. Toot toot. <laughs> I my favorite multicolored card is Lorehold Excavation. Yeah, it's real good. Which that card is so wonderful. You at the end of your at your end step, you mill a card. If it's a land, you gain a life. If it's not a land, you smack him in the face for one. Mm-hmm. Then you can pay five mana, exile a creature card from your graveyard, make a three two spirit tapped. Great. It's so great. So much value. Again, right? And just doing so much value. Exactly what you want because you've been trading off, you've been doing removals the entire game, and then soon there's... Doing n- removals. <laughs> you've been doing removals, suddenly there's nothing. It's just t- tabula rasa, and there's nobody happening anywhere. The dance yeah. floor is empty, and you're like, activate Lord Hold. Activate question. it. It's great. Don't care. I also adore Ether Helix. Oh, this yes. card is excellent so good um casting this tastes like winning (laughs) (laughs) i wish i wish it was an energy drink (sighs) um this is a three green blue um you return it permanent to its owner's hand Uh, it's a sorcery and you return a creature card from your graveyard to your hand (laughs) so much value like we said there's so many tokens or things with counters just do it. it so it just feels like a removal spell. It's a removal, get back a creature. Yeah. And we were talking about multicolored cards too before we started recording, where we were just like, the more multicolored cards you have, the better. Yes. Like all of my best decks I look at and it's like, there's not a lot of monocolored cards in here. No. It's a lot of multicolor. Yep, exactly. And that, that's a, where a lot of the power resides in yeah. this format is in the multicolored cards. So look to them at the beginning of your draft. Normally, once again, coming circling back to doing things differently, you wouldn't want to pick a multicolored card, pack one, pick one. But just in Strixhaven, just do it. Yeah. Pick a Some chicken and stick stuff. a pin in it. Like this is a prismari spell that's fine i'm taking it i'm gonna try and make prismari work within my first two mm-hmm. few picks if i can't maybe i'm playing three colors that's totally fine yeah. totally doable uh and if not whatever i tried read the table find your seat find i will say that, that is very important yeah you can't if you're trying to Don't draft force. something that's not open yes it's not gonna work i for will you. say i feel like early on and this you, is this is tailed off now that people have discovered that all of the colleges are good, yeah. as we've been saying. Yeah. People tried to force like Witherbloom or Silver Quill early. I could tell because I was just playing against it a lot. 
And you could beat them because it's like, yeah, these are good colleges, but if you were sitting there forcing that seat, you're not going to have all of the tools. You're not going to have the power and you're certainly not going to have the value because other people will have it. Yes. And you won't. And you won't have enough of your synergies to make work because synergy is another word we can use in uh, Mm -hmm. in this draft environment. Um, But yeah, but also like, okay, so you've got, it's got to be open, (laughs) but you can also try and be the person who makes it be open for you. Yes. Does that make sense? Like take them and then cut. Yeah. So you're cutting it off real hard downstream. So like, I know that sounds like contradicting viewpoints. Like, how can those both be true at the same time? But trust us, this this is true. You yep. can make your lane, but you can't make your lane if there is no lane. Just, yes. Okay. If there's a little sense? bit of a space, get your car in there. <laughs> but if there's no space, don't change lanes into a car that's next to you. There we go. That's what it is. Yeah. And now you don't have to take driver's ed because... Because we just <laughs> gave this, you all the lessons. This, this podcast counts for... All of your drivers said, did you know that? Congratulations. <laughs> I just wanted to mention briefly the colorless yeah. spell intro to prophecy. Is that your favorite one? I think this is my favorite one. Yeah, me too. Um, environmental sciences is also pretty solid, but I think that usually the first learn spell that I cast in any given game, this is what I go and get just because you're going to generate more value. Yeah. And it's just always going to be something you want to be doing. Exactly. <laughs> um, just quite good. It's time to get out the stethoscopes. Um, who would you want to go first? Ooh. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. So I'm going to talk about where I was at the start of the format first. All right. And so we're going to look at a deck that is just not good enough. Um, <laughs> this is a silver quill deck that I went one and six with. Ooh. So not good at all. Now yeah. I'm playing a busted rare and dramatic finale. Here I've got three copies of Spite spiteful squad which you know you talked about being a card you really liked um two copies of what is it called beaming defense which is the plus two plus two hex proof i do like that trick to try and save my cards from like removal from my opponents but if we look at this deck here uh you can see this on the youtube video by the way i'm also gonna put links to the photos in the show notes so you can look at these as you're watching if you want yeah what do you think the problem is here megan I would say that it's all just, like we've been talking about, this is just a one-for-one. Yep. There's no, like, how are, like, when the board has reached a place, there's nothing happening. What am I going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. There's no card draw in here. There's no way to get things back from the graveyard. Nope. Yeah. It's just, this is your average normal draft deck that you might draft at the start of a format when you're like, yeah, I'm just using good drafting techniques. Yep. I'm drafting good creatures. I've got a little bit of removal. There's a Lash of Malice in mm-hmm. here. Mage Hunter's Onslaught, which is another removal spell. But no, in the end, it just wasn't good enough because yeah. I wasn't doing stuff that was powerful enough or like stuff that was generating enough value. And you have cards that we li- like. Owl and Shield Mage, yeah. three white black for a three three flying uh, with ward pay three life. Like that's a good card. Yeah, but if you're not generating more value with your deck, it's just, it just not gonna. It's just not gonna wasn't save you. doing it for me. Let's look at a Prismari uh, two five. Um, so this we're gonna look at a good example of Prismari, and I wanted to look at an example of undervalued Prism or, or under. What's performing? performing Prismari here? So here's a here's a look. I've got two copies of Tome Shredder, Letter of Acceptance. There's a Quandrix Pledge Mage in here, Prismari Pledge Mage. Yeah. Two elemental masterpiece. So I am at this point playing the big spell because I'm like, yeah. okay, I can get that amount of mana, but I'm still not generating enough 
value. Yeah, it's true. You even have two pillar draw board, which is like quite good. Yeah. And a practical research, which is draw four cards. Yeah. Still not enough value or power being generated here. <laughs> you'd look at this deck normally and you'd say, Maria, great job. You did it. This deck looks great. No, yeah. not good enough. Not good enough. Not enough synergy. Not enough is synergy. Is what I would say is here. Yeah, that's a good point too. Um, there's not, not much synergy happening. All right. And now should we do one more stink pile? Sure. Okay. This is an 07. I wow. got no, no wins with this deck. This one here is a Witherbloom deck. I'm playing a bookworm. I've got two lane lines. 41 card special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 41 cards. Sometimes you just can't make the last cut. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not endorsed. <laughs> not endorsing that. And here I'm beginning to learn, this is an interesting point, that I should be playing for value, which I'm splashing three copies of Pop Quiz. Ooh, that is spicy. Probably a little too spicy. Uh, once again, you know, I'm playing, I've got a couple of Hunt for Specimens, Bookworm, like like, like I said, Leyline Invocation here. Yeah. I'm playing two Honor Trolls, a Spine Karak. You have one of my favorites, which is Demogoth Woe Eater. Yeah, I love that like card. I like that card quite a bit. But I just don't have enough synergy. I would need more pests for that to yeah. work because I also have Demogoth Titan in this deck. No, not enough pests, not enough synergy. Honor Troll, who cares? <laughs> Sorry, but it's just like a 2-3 for it three. It is just a 2-3 for three. 2-4 for three, the Spine Karak. The field, yeah, like, what is that doing in here? What am I doing with this deck? I'm just dirtling around and then losing is what? Yeah. Because I don't have enough removal. I don't have enough synergy. I don't have enough power or value. Okay. Yeah. You've got some good stuff happening in here, but, but it, yeah, it's just not quite there. Fell on its face. So now let's say, what do we do? To not do this, okay? Yeah. Let's look at the victories. The 7-2. This is my Prismari plus Lorehold, 7-2. Nice. Lormari. <laughs> now, Megan, tell me why this one was successful. Oh, uh, multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I've got multiple choice in here. Because you've got multiple choice in here. The end. That card is absurd. Uh, I also have an Elder Dragon. So we've got yeah. the power, right? You do have some power multiple in here. Multiple choice. We've got the Lorehold Dragon. You've got Serpentine Curve. Two copies of Serpentine Curve. To make some very big creatures. We've got removal. There's Pigment Storm. There's Explosive Welcome. There's Heated Debate. Um... Yeah. Yep. And then we've got ways to accrue more value over the course of the game with teach by example to copy oh, my spells. Yes. Culmination of studies to draw cards yep. and create treasure token tokens. Once again, practical research is in here. Burian books, which we talked about, is in this deck. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's got. Oh, this is a solid amount of power. Yeah, solid amount of power. And you'll notice the only like, quote unquote, like what <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Pl I'm playing like the o two copies of the O2 flyer. Yeah, I've got a, pl a pledge mage and an apprentice. You can apply some pressure. Yep. While you're also generating all this value. Yeah. So this is a good example of how to uh, do a Prismari deck nice. after we saw when that was bad. Here's another one. This one is Lorehold. So this Great. one is a 3-0, so I went to playing a traditional draft here, and this is, like, just pure value. I love r returned past caller we haven't talked about yeah. as a card individually, but what a burb! Great burb. What a great burb. This is um, three red hybrid red-white. White. Uh, it's a 4-2, and you get to return an instant sorcery or spirit card from your graveyard to your hand when it ETBs. It's just... Just real good. <laughs> this deck plays two copies of Lorehold Excavation. Nice. Now, do I necessarily want two in anything? I don't know if I should be playing two. 
Well, but I think that you want to because you always want you to always cast want one. to have it. Yeah, for sure. I don't know that I would ever <laughs> cast the second one. Yeah, you'd probably mill yourself. <laughs> but like, think about it. This I'm getting so much value from Lorehold Excavation plus yeah. stuff like the return, the retriever, or what's it called, the Pathfinder, uh, returned past caller. Okay, well, I invented that name, but well, like, anyways, yeah. we've got two copies of Heated Debate, two copies of Expel, we've got Pigment Storm, we've got two copies of Pillar Drop Warden, we've got the two one flyer that gets something back from the graveyard, right? Yeah. So are these cards like good creatures? No, no, it doesn't matter. I also their power absurd. It's their like, toughness laughable. <laughs> I've got two Pilgrim of the Ages, which we talked about in here. The yeah. little 2-1 recurring creature. So what did I do? I put stuff in my graveyard. I got it back. I killed everything, and I won with a 2-1. Great. Lorehold. Great. So there you go. Love it. Um, all right. Maria all right. hasn't seen seen the results of my deck. Oh, boy. So the way this is going to work is I'm going to show her a deck, and she's going to guess uh, how it did. Okay. And then I'm going to try to remember. <laughs> Okay, so this is a Quandrix deck. Yes. You've got two Quandrix Pledge Mages, two yeah. Needle Thorn Drakes, the 1-1 one, one Death Touch Flyer. Oh, I love me a Needle Thorn Drake. Trades with anything. Two mana, trades with anything. You've got Harmonize in here. Oh, wow. I love it. Okay, Manifestation Sage, Eureka Moment, Ether Helix, Leyline Invocation, Quandrix Apprentice, Two mage duels. Wow. Which we've uh, talked about. Love mage duel. Yeah. Hmm. You've got a pop quiz. I feel like this deck has... It doesn't have like so many like fractal creating stuff in it. As That's I, true. As I see a lot of times in Quandrix, but I do love it. Yeah. Let me tell you, Manifestation Sage. Good card. Um. So this was in... Are you playing... Um. I've been just playing Premier. Premier? Okay. Yeah. This deck got five wins. Do you know what? I think that you're right on the nose. <laughs> Woo! I'm pretty sure that you're like All literally right. right on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. This deck, like just really solid. Solid. And I, so I'll say um, in this instance, at least right now, I've been playing more Premier just because I like the variety in decks of, that I play That against. you get to see a lot yes. more stuff. Yeah. I just like... I like getting to see more decks that my opponents have drafted too, because then you get ideas. Yes, I love getting ideas. Like legit, okay, credit where credit is due. My first seven wins came because I all I did was see a tweet from Louis Scott Vargas who said the best deck to draft, his favorite, was drafting Lorehold plus Prismari value. And I yeah. was like, all right, I'll just copy Luis. And sure enough, immediately after I copied Luis, I got seven wins. Great. Anyway, people know about that deck now, but whatever. Yeah. All right, what do you what do we got here? We got all right. Oh, we got Lore Lore Holdy. Lore Mari. Lore Mari. Lore Holdy. Lore Holdy is just me playing Lore Hold. Multiple choice. Op shock. Two illustrious historian. Okay. Two little spectacle mage. The good little owl flyer. Two heated debates. Love all that. Dream Strix. Great rare. Qu yeah. Quintorius is here. Elemental Expressionist is here. Pigment Storm, Arden Dustbeaker, Wormhole Serpent. Ooh, Bibliopex Assistant. I like this deck. Hmm. What did you get with this deck? I want to say maybe you... Oh, you do have a practical research, though. I was like, do you want more card draw? Uh, you have a mentor's guidance. Maybe it's fine. But no, nothing really at two except the Lustrous Historians. Do you remember your record with this? I do. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Uh did you get six wins? I got a hot zero. Zero wins with this? <laughs> no way. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. I will say 
I feel like this one, I, like at least one of them was just me only drawing islands okay. <laughs> and never yeah. seeing a mountain. Um, but this one, you noted it. It was that I wasn't doing enough before three. That's what it is. Yeah. The two drop slot. You can't ignore it completely. Okay. You got to be doing a little bit more. I would just, I got run over early. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So even by the time, like it did generate a lot of value and it could do some really good stuff. But like I was usually just so close to dead at that point that it didn't matter. Yeah. You had to have been doing mm-hmm. something. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. Now lore hold. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, you've got the pass yeah. collar at the top end with Rise of Extus, which we love this spell. Oh, Rise of Extus. By the way. So good. Six mana. I know it's a sorcery, but it does exile and you learn so good. It's really good. Quintorius shows up once again. Oh, yeah. How, how did you like reconstruct history? Maria, that card is so good. <laughs> you get back uh, artifact and then you get back an instant sorcery, right? Artifact, enchantment, instant sorcery, planeswalker. Wow. Are your options. Wow. Um, you'll notice that I have letter of acceptance in here. Yep. Even though it's only two colors. Because you want to get back. Because I could crack it and then get it back. Now here you've got a lot of two drops or mm. things to do on two. Illustrious Historian once again, Lorehold Apprentice. You've also got a kill spell and rip apart. Thrilling Discovery. You can just cast it yeah. and kind of shape your hand. Two copies of Expel in this deck too. Hmm. <sighs> this one I kind of like, but maybe there's not enough removal. There's a Pigment Storm and there is a Quintorius though. Yeah. And no, you have two expels. What am I saying? And there's Radiant Scroll Wielder, which if you don't know this card, it's the 2-4 for Mm. two red white. Um, That's a dwarf. Instants and sorceries you control have a lifelink and you exile a random instant or sorcery from your graveyard during your upkeep and you can cast it that turn. Seven wins. Yeah. Yes! Yes! This is a hot seven. It was excellent. Oh, we didn't even talk about Maria. What? How could I forget mentioning Spell Satchel? Oh, you love Spell Satchel. I adore <laughs> Spell Satchel because, again, you're casting so many instants and sorceries. Yeah. Like sometimes it's ramp because once it has one learn counter on it, you can use it to cast another. And usually you're casting an instant or sorcery, so the counter just replaces itself. Yep. And later on, if it has three counters, you just draw crack it for a card. Like I usually no, you don't draw. even have to crack it. No, you don't even crack. It. Yeah, I'm just saying. You like you take the counters off yeah. of it for a yeah. card. It is. It's so good. Yeah, I it. usually draw at least two cards off this during the course of a game, and like we've been talking about, that's critical in this format. Absolutely. Um, I really like Spell Satchel. Reconstruct history. I always drew minimum two cards, and again, mm-hmm. it's two spells. It's yeah. an instant and a sorcery, and a lot of times I would crack my letter of acceptance just so I could rebuy it. With reconstruct history. Great. So I would, it's literally four mana, draw three spells. <laughs> Card is busted. I love this deck. It's so good. Oh, lore hold. Um, this one, spoiler alert, haven't played at all yet. This oh, is just, so this, uh, this oh. one's just waiting. <gasps> we'll have to get an update yeah, so, next week. Um, but you can take a look at it and give me a guess on what you think is going to happen. Okay, so at two, we have three copies of Needlethorn Drake. I love it. It's a very good card. Um, double major, so we can copy one of these mm-hmm. uh, creatures. Two frost tricksters, two vortex runners, two quandrix pledge mages, augmenter pugilist, which is like the five five for three mana or whatever. Yeah, it's a three three that you oh. can uh, that becomes an eight eight. That's right. Once you hit eight lands, that's right. Two waterfall aerial waterfall aerialists, manifestation sage again, or eureka moment, ether helix, snow day at the top end. And you've got one campus. All right. 
I think this is like, it could be a good <sighs> one copy of Mage Duel. Maybe there's not enough removal, but the Needlethorn Drakes can be removal. Um, I'm going to give this one. I'll Okay, this is the prediction. So don't forget okay. next week. We have to know okay. what happens. I'm, I'm predicting this deck will have prediction, prediction, prediction. Five wins. All right. I was, I'm a little bit more skeptical. I'm going with four. four? Yeah, I, I was trying to go between four and five, but... Yeah. Okay. I think for me, it's somewhere between like three and four. I would have liked a little bit more removal. I definitely felt like I was in the right seat. Yes. Like I was drafting... Like you don't get two Quandrix Pledge Mages unless you're in the right seat. And Needlethorn Drakes. You don't get three Needlethorn no. Drakes unless you're drafting your seat. Yeah. Um, and I think... Like I got a lot of this stuff late, right? Like I, I have more Eureka moments in my sideboard. I have more <laughs> Needlethorn Drakes in my sideboard. <laughs> I think Great. I drafted like a full four copies of that card. Great. <laughs> Okay, well, let um, us know what you think, too, this deck will do. Yeah, but I just don't know. I think, I feel like maybe there weren't, like, someone else was in green and taking the mage duels. Yeah. Like, maybe a yeah. Witherbloom drafter out there or something. That probably happened. Um, so I would have liked more removal in this, as you were saying. Okay. Um, but I tried, I was like, Frost Trickster, maybe we can just try and temple them out. We have Frost Trickster, Ether Helix, yeah. Snow Day. Okay. Try and get there. All right, well, if you think you happens. know what Megan Sex going to do, put it in the comments. We'll see if you're right. Yeah, I'll give you all an update next week. Oh, I'm so excited to find out. What a fun, stinking episode this has been. What because a great this format. draft format is so fun. I, right now, wish that I could be at a pro tour watching the pros draft this set. Yes. Right after it's released. Right now. Because I wish that we were heading into a weekend where we were going to get to see them. Make draft picks. I know. It would be so wonderful. Oh. Last night, I was trying to get this experience. I was watching Sam Blackstream, who yeah. is known for just He's bizarre great drafts. drafts. Mm-hmm. And he drafted a mono blue Cody, the Veriferous Codex deck. Great. Which sounded just great, but I fell asleep before he could play it. How did he do? I don't know. <laughs> but like... The reason is because this set is so great and so fun. Like, it's so fun. Is this going to end up being one of the all-time great draft sets? That's another question I have in my mind. It, normally, the conditions for that to happen are the ability to play more than two colors, which we have here. Yeah. The ability to be flexible and doing things outside of what maybe R&D envisioned for this set. I uh, think that's here. Through, uh, you know, play, build around uncommons. That's here. Yeah. I, you know, it's... The viability it's, of all like colors. I it is always easy to think that early. So I always try and temper that thought when I have it, but I've absolutely had it with yeah. this set. Yeah. I like, mean, it's it's there in my mind of like is this is this a one of the greats? Oh, we could be living in history right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> everybody let's say thank you to ultra pro for being one of our awesome sponsors yes they have so much cool strixhaven college swag right now yes it is excellent represent your college in fact they have a sweet animated video so you can take a look at all of that stuff yeah Um, it's just represent man you know do you need a binder do you need a deck box do you need a play mat to represent your college a lot of people do it they've got it all for every college and you know a lot of people have been saying hey i feel better about my personal magic representation in one of these colleges than i did in one of the ravnica guilds yes absolutely and definitely feel that i feel that way too and so like gotta represent prismari and they've got the stuff to do it you know if you're playing on spell table 
You don't want a ratty old playmat. No. Impress no. your friends. Impress and let your them friends. know which college you are aligned with. Absolutely. We're coming up on, they're going to have like the college, the college competition happening on arena. <gasps> yes. So even if you're only playing on arena, get yourself a beautiful play mat to use as your mouse pad. Hello. That's what I do. Who is not using a play mat as their mouse pad? I don't know. You can move your mouse anywhere you want. Just think your mouse doesn't have to be in a little four by four square. Everybody. No, your mouse deserves to roam free <laughs> on the play mat of your choice. <laughs> Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again. Wow. What? Oh, I just had a blast. I had a blast recording this episode. Yeah. I usually do, but this one, like, even more so because, like, is there anything better in magic than a fresh draft format, no, Maria? No. Literally, no. It is the best thing that exists. It's the best thing in magic. It is. I did 15 drafts in three days. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. Some of that is down to the fact yeah. that I can now play on my phone. So I just play in the bathtub. And I'm just like, boop, 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 boop. Oh my goodness. I play. I didn't think I was going to play much on my phone, but I will say like when I'm just like chilling at night and yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll watch a little TV and like I'll also play a little arena on my phone while yeah, I do it. Yeah, why not? You know, I, I don't have to have my like computer out or anything. I can just kind of dink around. Yeah, I, I really, really like time. it. And it's just props to everybody who's who worked developing this set because they have just really done it, in my opinion. Yeah. Remains to be seen if, if we'll have this feeling long term, but I'm really happy to be having it now. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see the spill over into standard and get mm-hmm. some new toys there. We're already seeing historic potentially get a little bit shaken up by the set in the mystical yeah. archive. So, yeah, we'll give, keep you updated on the constructed formats moving forward on our show of course um but yeah what a what a what party. a party what a party yeah. shout out this weekend if you want to tune into twitch there's going to be an extra life charity event going with people playing magic uh money being donated to the children's miracle network of hospitals i'll be hosting along with alias v so check it out there if you want to support a good cause uh you can also play and fundraise yourself if you want uh but check that out this weekend as far as like magic is concerned happening on the internet um yeah <laughs> Sweet. What a set. What a set. What a set. <laughs> <laughs>